Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. So Exodus chapter 1, Exodus chapter 1 starts off uh, like any good story. And I will just say this, uh, what's cool is Exodus is not to be viewed as a uh, separate story from Genesis. It's not like you have Genesis going this one direction and then Exodus turns in a massive other direction. No, there's a link there and the stories work perfectly together and the end of Genesis flows perfectly into the beginning of of Exodus. Because the beginning of Exodus in Exodus chapter 1, it kind of gives us an up day on where the Israelites are, on uh, on what's happening with their family, on what's happening with Joseph. And it starts off and it pretty quickly moves away from Joseph. Uh, the Bible says in verse 6 of Exodus chapter 1 that Joseph dies. Um, but in verse 7, it says that the Israelites are growing and they're multiplying greatly, right? So the Israelites are growing and, and always be thinking back to the promise that God made Abraham. He said, you're going to have many descendants. And so they're looking at this and the Israelites are probably like, man, we're living comfortable. We're in this land where these Egyptians are treating us well and we're growing. Like God is keeping his promises to us. But in verse 8, what do you have? You have this new Pharaoh who comes on the scene. The old Pharaoh dies who knew Joseph and this new one comes on the scene. And the Bible says that this Pharaoh does not know Joseph. And this Pharaoh is looking at the Israelite people and he's seeing how much they're growing, how how rapidly they're growing. Their numbers are increasing. And Pharaoh panics and says, man, we don't need these people to overtake us. And so he puts the Israelite people into slavery. And there the, the story is beginning to be set for the book of Exodus is that God's people, the people who are clinging to a promise that was made to their forefather Abraham, a a promise of land, a promise of universal blessing, uh, a promise of just being a great nation, is immediately uh, being tested as this supposedly soon-to-be great nation is now placed in slavery. Right? That's what happens. And so he puts them in slavery, but they continue to grow. They continue to increase. This slavery does not seem to, to halt their growth at all. So the Pharaoh decides to put a new plan into action. And uh, what he does is in verse uh, 16, he says this. He says, when you serve as midwife to the Hebrew women, he's talking to to midwives that were under his rule. This is what he says. He said, see them on the birth stool. And if you see a son, you shall kill him. But if it is a daughter, she shall live. And so slavery does not halt the Israelites' growth. And so Pharaoh says, okay, to these midwives, when you help out these Hebrew midwife women, when you help out these Hebrew women and they give birth to children, if it's a son, just kill him. If it's a son, kill him. But if it's a daughter, then you can let them live. And so he's trying to stunt the Israelite growth and population. But man, I love verse 17. I love verse 17 so much. Listen to what it says. It says, but the midwives feared God and did not do as the king of Egypt commanded them, but they let the male children live. Oh, that's amazing because what's happening here is you have people, these midwives, who are literally disobeying the command that Pharaoh gave them. This is unthinkable, right? What what Pharaoh said went. When Pharaoh said to do something, you did it. And yet here it says that they don't keep Pharaoh's command because their fear of God was greater than him. I love that. Their fear of God was greater than their fear of man. 
They, they realized it was the command of the king. They got that. They understood that. But they were not going to compromise human life. And, and what we're going to see is that the faithfulness of these midwives is going to bring a savior into this earth. Uh, it's going to bring a savior for the Israelite people. If these midwives were obedient to Pharaoh, then all these newborn babies are being killed. But, but these midwives feared God. And because they feared God, they protected the sanctity of life, which has something to say for us in, in the way that we treat the unborn, doesn't it? That we should protect babies. We should, we should defend the harmless. We should defend the helpless. And you have these midwives who are fearing God. So they're protecting these children. And ultimately out of the babies that they are protecting and out of the babies that they are defending, ultimately God is going to bring a savior from their midst. And God's going to bring someone who's going to be able to deliver his people out of Egypt. So the great thing to note here is to fear God before you fear men. Fear God over fearing men. God, God is so much greater than any man on this earth, even the greatest man in the, in the known world, which would have been Pharaoh. Yet the people feared God instead of fearing men. And because they were faithful to God, because they were faithful to God and, and uh, protected the sanctity of life, what's amazing is God is going to use their faithfulness to bring a redeemer for his people, which is so awesome. And so uh, we'll see tomorrow as that continues. And I'd encourage you, read Exodus chapter 1 on your own. Um, um, it's just 22 verses. And so read it uh, knowing all the time that this is a direct flow from Genesis. This is not a separate story. It's flowing out of Genesis. And this is really setting the table for the rest of the book of Exodus as we continue to walk through it day by day. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock and we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.